welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. And Nintendo made a Nintendo Direct just for me. <laughs> yes, it did. That's two in a row, I feel Again, like. that's not fair. <laughs> Nintendo is like, hmm, how much money can we get from James? All of the money? <laughs> Mm. Uh, of course we're talking about the super mario brothers 35th anniversary direct uh 16 minutes of mario goodness celebrating 35 years of mario brothers first game ever released which is spectacular and boy nintendo did not let me down uh i was i was the most excited i've ever been for nintendo direct ever really this is the one huh no, yeah, it's, I don't know how you could not love everything that happened in this. All right, Michael, don't be a downer. No, I don't. I told you oh. a million times, I'm not a Mario fan. <sighs> Christina, I'm staying silent. Oh my god, what is wrong with my co-host? <laughs> All right, fine. Anyways, this was the most fantastical direct in the entire world because one, Mario games are fantastic, and Michael, you're wrong. But anyways, you can, there's Luigi too. You can enjoy Luigi. Any, all the games are great. Anyways, so Nintendo came out a swinging because we were all sort of waiting for them to do something for anniversaries. You know, when they did the Luigi um, year of Luigi, they, they did the branded a bunch of games, did a bunch of cool stuff this year. I think they went out and just did absolutely fantastical everything. Um, and the first thing is near and dear to my heart because I was waiting. You know, we're all waiting for like another mini system. And one thing that I never owned but I've always wanted to are game and watch systems, which were Nintendo's kind of like first handhelds. They were very single game oriented LCD. They're like from the, the 80s. Um, did anyone ever own any of these consoles? No, I, I never did. I I remember them and I, I did a little like research on it. I was like, when, when was this from? It, it ran for quite a while. It was 80 yeah. to 91. And, mm-hmm. and no, but I never owned any of them. I think it was because you only got one game. Like at yeah. its, it was just like a thing that had one game on it. So I just was like, man, I think it's because Chrissy and I weren't born yet. Probably when <laughs> yeah. they came out, that the year they be. stopped making them was the year I was born. So I'd never even heard of them until this week. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, Nintendo yeah. blast from the past. Nintendo is going to release a brand new game and watch system, which is going to celebrate the release of Super Mario Brothers. I'll have it fully in full color, beautiful LCD screen. It'll also have Super Mario Bros. 2, The Lost Levels, which is the official Super Mario Bros. 2 that was never released in the United States. The Super Mario Bros. 2 that we got was not even, it was like Doki Doki or whatever. Um, because The Lost Levels is like one of the most hardest games in the entire world. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then also what's really cool about this is that it's going to be a single screen. It's going to come in sort of the classic... Um, you know, reddish color that the, the original ones came in. And and honestly, the the Game & Watch series have come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes. There were even dual screen ones. So like very kind of reminiscent of the, the DS, which is crazy. But this thing is also going to have um, a built in clock. So you could like put it on display, prop it up, and it's going to have really fun Mario theme stuff. It's going to launch on November 13th for a limited production. They didn't announce a price, but Best Buy did say $50 and for $1,000, I'm in. I'm going to buy all of them. I'm going to buy as many as I can. That's my goal. I'm, I cannot wait. This, I'm so excited. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Anyways, all my downers <laughs> on here. Let's get on to the We're games. We're happy for you, Mats. <laughs> you should be. Um, I'm I'm super stoked. We were all at work. We were all just like what's inside of here. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's just a little raspberry pie that they put inside this thing and are running it 
but I'm excited because mm-hmm. I love anything limited edition and <laughs> I'm going to buy all of them always. <laughs> and I can't wait for them to release more every single year. Um, if I can get my hands on it, that's the thing. I've set up alerts everywhere. So I'm really excited. On the game side, though, they aren't stopping. They're announcing not only brand new free games, but also ones that you can buy, which is exciting. Um, One of my favorite Mario games of all time is Super Mario 3D World, which came out on the the Wii U a long time ago. And um, they are remaking it, remastering it. um, And they're adding an expansion to it, which is called Bowser's Fury. Uh, Did any of you ever play Super Mario 3D World? I have not. So this is one that I am going to get because I've heard that this is a great multiplayer slash like co-op game. So I mm-hmm. thought it would be a fun one for us to jump in on. But I've heard good things about it. I have not played it. And I like this added on content. So this one I got to check for. I, I didn't check it, but I don't know. See, because none of the Mario stuff really does it for me. <laughs> mm. But um, I did like that they are all in cat costumes running around like cats. So that is what I found the most interesting in this. I mean, it looks like fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 so Super Mario 3D Land was released on the 3DS, which was one of mm. my favorite Mario games of all time. I just thought it was absolutely spectacular. And these games are super fun because it's more shorter worlds that you're playing through this over overworld map. And yeah, Super Mario 3D World um, brought it to the the, the Wii U and um, it introduced the cat suit. That is correct. And uh, this this game actually did get in a uh, new Super Mario Luigi U. I don't actually know if it's going to be in this because that would be really cool because it'd be all of them in one. Uh, that, but of course, it's not, I guess, Luigi's birthday. But, um, you know, it's in there. And what's <laughs> cool is they're also going to release these Amiibos alongside of it. And maybe you'll just buy these, Christina. But there's a Peach and Mario in a cat suit. Cute. Anyways, oh my goodness, why am I the only one so excited? Anyways, the, the, the overall Metacritic score for that game, by the way, is 93. So it's very, very high. Mm. Um, and it's co-op. You're right. Up to four players. Um, did they announce if it was going to be online co-op in this? They, not that I saw, but I hope so. Because I do yeah. think that would be a selling feature for a lot of people. I mean, for us included, you know, this is come, something we could play and like... Obviously, with you mods, it'd be nice to be able to all jump in on it. So mm-hmm. I would be, I would be totally into it. I hope, I hope, I hope it is co-op online, though. Yeah, that'd be it, cool. it would make sense, right? Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be. Yeah. All right. Well, how about this one then? How about Super Mario Brothers thirty-five, the battle royale of Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> oh my <Sure>. gosh. <laughs> Mots, no, you're not going to get excitement from us on any of this. None of this is for us. Like zero I, of this. Whatever like you guys I said, we're happy for you. Yeah. Like, so why do you think we gave you this to- like this it's topic true. to discuss? True. <laughs> Very true. Okay. All right. Well, how about this? It's not even on here because you didn't document it on here. I don't see it on here. But they're also releasing the super mario 3d all-stars pack which i'm super excited for how could you literally not be excited for this three of the best mario games ever bundled into one besides sunshine all bundled into one awesome pack already pre-ordered i already pre-ordered super mario 3d world and also 
also pre-ordered Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is a reminiscent back to the Super NES days of Super Mario All-Stars, which was the game that I had that really made me fall even more deeply in love because it came with all the Marios um, updated for, for Super NES, and it came with Super Mario World, which is one of my favorite Super Mario games of all time. One, because every Mario game is fantastic. Sometimes okay. Um, but this mm-hmm. game, available mm-hmm. for a limited time coming out on September 18th, has Super Mario 64. Who doesn't love Super Mario 64? If you don't, you're not a human being. Super Mario Sunshine. That's okay. And then Super Mario Galaxy, one of the best Super Mario games of all time. No? Yes? It's a limited time. It's like the Disney vault up in here. I'm so excited. You guys are the worst. How about this Yay. one? You can't not, you can't not love this game because I my mind is blown. I convinced Heather to let me spend all of my money on this. Who doesn't want Mario Kart? but live and with actual carts that are running around your hearts. It's a Mario Kart live home <laughs> circuit. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. If you build your own circuits in real life with remote controls, cars that you're controlling from your Nintendo switch, it is crazy. It's augmented reality, but in reality, it's even the most amazing thing in the entire world. I did think this looked cool. I, I, I did like this for me personally. No, but I could definitely see this being huge for families. Like if you have like a lot of cousins or like nephews or whatever around the holidays, this would be so much fun to play with a lot of people. Or yeah, kids. this is a cool, like this it. is a yeah. kid thing. Yeah. If you have some kids yeah. like 10, 11, something like that, I could see them expanding on this. They only have the two cars right now, Mario and Luigi, but I could definitely see them come out with a bunch of cars. Mm-hmm. I think this is, awesome tech this is something i would absolutely have wanted but not for me now i don't want this but i think it is very cool why not because this is kind of like the game and watch for me like Mm. i don't like just getting stuff and that's i guess where a lot of these things miss like game and watch is awesome and if i had that as just maybe an alarm clock on my like bed stand or something that would be cool but for 50 bucks i would rather just get use my phone Mm. so it's just i don't i'm trying to get rid of things you know what i mean go less and less and less stuff around and that was the same thing with lava like it's awesome Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. idea of it is so cool and i can definitely see that and this mario kart thing is awesome i just don't need stuff on a shelf anymore i've got a ton of stuff on a shelf as it is and i i honestly can't see myself like i said it's only got one maybe two player at the moment so i can't see myself Mm -hmm. just sort of driving this around um like by my, my house yeah like by my living house. room <laughs> yeah so i love it i lo- I think the the idea of the mario kart home circuit is so innovative it is it is brilliant and mm-hmm. i love this about it it's just it's not something i would i would get you know yeah. but i will say the super mario 3d all-stars does have a check for me i will be getting that for oh. sure oh, um gosh. i i didn't i didn't play like Super Mario 64, I think I maybe played a little bit, or maybe it was Sunshine that I played a little bit of, but for I never had those systems. There was like a gap there where I just never, I would play them like if I went to somebody's house. So none of those have been, I didn't beat any of them. So I love when anybody does, like when Sonic had their package of a bunch of games, like I love when they package these games up and you can just kind of get like three at a time. So that one is definitely a get for me, but whew, I kind of wish they did a remaster of that Mario 64 because mm. it's 
it's crazy how bad that looks compared to some of the other <laughs> games they announced. It is, I mean, in the moment when you played it the first time, it was amazing. But looking back now, I'm like, whoo, that looks wow. rough. That <laughs> looks rough. And that's even better. Like, so I was watching somebody's side by side and it is cleaned up. It's a little bit mm-hmm. clean, like sharper. Whew, it's, it's rough. It does say it's it's uh, what do they do they say um, improved picture resolution exactly and exactly it it looks good I'm excited I think it's just 64 was a tough any game from that period I think does not uh, age well right like that's that weird Goldeneye. yeah that's that weird <laughs> age where like it, the graphics were great in the moment but for some reason they don't hold up as good as the 8 bit 16 bit and they don't hold up mm-hmm. as good as like the later stuff there's just this weird spot where it it's yeah. rough yeah when you look at super mario 64 which i think worked very well on like the ds for example because it's so small and shrunk down but you're right like the place i think the playstation mini also had that issue right which mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. it's it's the same era right it's it's that era the playstation yeah. dreamcast um um n64 era and then after that surprisingly with like the gamecube you know, I'm looking at the sunshine. Looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah looks pretty good. I mean, it it's not pretty good. Yeah, but, but you it, know, I it, just... it's it's like playable, right? It's like yeah. if you went to put, try to play Goldeneye in its old state right now, you oh, would man. probably be like, "What is?" Because I remember even playing it at that, like when it was out, and you'd be you know sniping somebody from way down and all you were shooting at was a pixel it was like there was nobody there you just saw a a block move and you're like oh i got him (laughs) so if you were to play that now it would be so bad i feel like it would probably hurt my eyes my eyes would bleed playing that game now yeah pretty much well there's even more goodness um that is coming they also announced that there's a my nintendo mario mission um, that you can attempt to do and get a pin set for this 35th anniversary, which I've already done four of the six. Oh, All I nice. need to do is purchase the game. So you got to do is buy a game and then yeah. also race in a Mario Kart uh, tour um, next week or when the podcast out there this week. Basically, there's an in-game event. I'll boot that up and I'll do that. Um, so I'll probably buy the game twice because I'll pre-purchase the game so it's instant and then I'll get the physical copy just to have on my shelf mm-hmm. because, like you know, collector because James because that's well, why plus, like you said it's <laughs> limited and you know having that bundle it, it could be a good investment it, i don't think it's limited stock which means they'll probably sell a bajillion of them but it is a limited time and then my guess is after that they'll be coming out individually for sale yeah and this is cool too because this thing allows me to actually re-download mario kart and give it another go because it's been a long <laughs> time go. since yeah. i played it so tons of other stuff let me just run through it um there's tons of new merch coming to the nintendo new york store which we'll talk about a little bit more later um super mario uh, maker 2 there's a ninja speed run course coming in november super smash brothers in-game online tournament using super mario series fighters later this year a super mario themed splat fest in january hello that's gonna be fun i'm excited for that <laughs> nintendo said they were done with splats Splatoon, guess not Psych. um psych uh, <laughs> animal crossing is gonna get a whole bunch of super mario themed furniture in march there's also crazy partnerships with other companies. Um, Puma is doing Mario shoes. I try to buy them. They're sold out already. Mm-hmm. Hasbro, I already own these. Monopoly, Super Mario Brothers, and Mario Jenga. Jack Specific is making It's a Me, a Mario um, action figure that says a bunch of Mario things. I wanted to buy it. It's $50. But then I said, I don't. I, I can't. I will upset Heather by just It's a Me, a Mario non- nonstop. Um, <laughs> uh, Black Milk, Milk Clothing um, is doing a Super Mario inspired clothing line. 
Um, and you can take a look at their shop on September 29th. Black Milk Clothing is this awesome um, shop. Uh, it's all women's clothing. That's super dope. Um, all their stuff is really cool. Um, Lego, we already talked about all the Lego stuff. I own all of it. Super excited about that. And um, yeah. Oh, there it is. I saw the Super Mario 3D. It's at the very bottom of this thing, probably because that's the only thing that Michael is excited for. Oh, there's a checkbox. Yep, there yep. it is. It's got the check for me. <laughs> the two games I'll definitely be picking up. Other than that, eh, you know what it got me excited for the most is that there damn well be a Zelda one next year because that's <laughs> its 35 yeah. anniversary. So yeah. that, oh, that's what got me excited because if they're doing yeah. all this for Mario, there had better be a Zelda one next year for Zelda's 35 anniversary. It won't be that as big. That one I will be excited for. It won't be as big. It won't be as big because yeah, Mario is just, just so much bigger. But it's, it's just, just uh, you know, Mar- and it's funny, th- this came, this like debate because – I've I've said I Mario's cool like there's you know there's nostalgic there but it's I don't like the character I just I don't know why at some point the 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 you world itself yeah I have a thing against plumbers actually the thing itself <laughs> I don't know if it's the I don't know what it is about the Mario world that just doesn't do it for me but like I said, I was always a Sonic guy. When Sonic came out, that was I wanted to like I liked Sonic more than Mario wrong uh okay so okay so quickly here before we go on to the news from all three of us let's let's do michael first he's probably thought about this then christina then me because i haven't thought about it all so if they did do a next year as a zelda um celebration sure let's keep it simple though what three games would you want in the zelda pack well for me anyway it would be Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and those are two of those two. Those two of your three you just did. Yeah, and okay. Uh, it, uh, what is it? The other one there that I didn't, never played where the wolf was in it. It was on Wii. It was like that one that's kind of kind of like Twilight. I think Night. Twilight. Yeah, that one. I, I want Twilight that Princess? one on there. Twilight. I think Twilight so, yeah. Night. Twilight. Yeah. Oh. Twilight princess, yep. princess yeah you're yep. right because that one i never i had it and it was sort of on the cusp of two systems i think so they were mm-hmm. they were supporting both and for whatever reason i just never played it so i would go back to that i think it was also motion control and that's what turned me off to it so if they got rid of that junk and just let it be a real good game then i would play that for sure okay Those christina are, are, you, are you typing away at the at the at the list there no, I had to look up the name of one just to make sure it was what it was. Um, so for me, I started playing. Um, oh my gosh, what was the first one you said, Michael? Ocarina of Time. Ocarina. Yeah, so I started playing Ocarina of Time and I couldn't get into it. So I'd love to see a remaster. All of these I want to see remastered. So Ocarina of Time, um, I've heard Majora's Mask was very good and I'd never played that. And I heard I would love to see Skyward Sword be readdressed, but have it not be on the Wii because I heard that like, using the motion controls was a huge pain. And I, I heard that the story in general is really good. So I would love to be able to play that, but on the switch. So if they could do those three remastered, I would love to play those. Mm, that's a yeah. good one. So, uh, you know, so I think if they're going to do a, a bundle pack, it's going to be, mm-hmm. I think all three of you are, or the two of you are right. That it'll probably be the newer games that, that would be on there. Um, I think um, wind waker, one of the, mm. the best uh, Zelda right. games of all time overlooked. And I can overlooked. see that coming up because I was going to say yeah. Wind Waker and that's another one where it's got amazing reviews, but the initial look of it turned me off to it and I just never went back and played it. But I hear it's just absolutely amazing and I know I have to play it, but I'd like to see it come out on the Switch. I could see that doing a standalone. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think in there, I, I would I would still put probably um, um, Ocarina of Time. I think that it's just everybody will want it, so they're going to have to do it. And it'll be a game that looks great. It's you know it's, it has the Mario sixty four, but it was it came out a little bit later, so it's there. And, and then I think I think you're right. I think it would then be oh man, would it be Skyward Sword? Uh, I think it'll do Twilight Princess, and it, it'll just be like yeah. Galaxy where they put Galaxy in, but then not Galaxy two. But they will. That's what they'll do. Game and Watch featuring The Legend of Zelda, original mm-hmm. 1986, the year I was born. Probably, yeah. Glorious. <laughs> I can see that. That would be cool. I mean, yeah. how many of the mobile ones would it be awesome if they did a, a Zelda mobile Ooh. pack, and bro- or not mobile, but um, a handheld pack, and brought in a lot of those? Because there was a lot of really good ones that just went to DS and 3DS. So I would love to see those brought over. I mean, there's so many options they could do, and I do think – even just an Ocarina of Time, Twilight Prentice, Majora's Mask, all, all of those, I think those would sell really, really well if you had a group like that. Or if they did Wind Waker and brought that would do really well. I mean, there's a lot of games there that are either fantastic games or games that people in the current generation maybe just haven't played, in- including myself, that I just never you know, played and I don't even have a system to play them on that I mm-hmm. would like to play again. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking too, Skyward Sword might just be too recent, but if they did do anything for it, they'd probably come out with a Labo set, which is like a shield and a sword. Mm. I could definitely see that happening. (laughs) Yeah, I I would hope not, but I could see that happening. Like, I think any of the ones that were motion sensitive, like had the motion controls, Mm -hmm. I would like to see them come back. Maybe it's an option because you could still replicate it with the Switch, but I'd like to see it just be a like a game, game. just a straight up game with normal controls and have the option, you know, because there are some Mm. people that probably want that and that's fine. But um, that was, like I said, Twilight Princess. That's what turned me off to it because I just didn't have... uh, have that there you go that's the news yeah all right well we've talked about the nintendo store in the past in new york and and their issues with covid and addressing that well as of september 1st you no longer have to make a reservation to visit the store they still request that you limit your shopping time to 30 minutes you have to wear a face covering sanitize your hands social distance and they have like red arrows throughout the store to follow um and no cash so if anybody does plan on going to the new york store keep these things in mind Cool. I mean, I never yeah. pay with cash anyway, but it is <laughs> it is good to I know, know that, that like that's a big thing for people, I would imagine. So it's a good thing to know yeah. that. I'm excited that mm-hmm. it's opened back up and you can get back in there, especially now with the all of the new stuff that they're going to have in the yeah. store for the 35 anniversary. I think that's cool. It's always fun to visit. Now, the next thing I have to talk about, I'm pretty excited about. I think it is very, very cool. It reminds me of the NES Advantage, if anybody remembers that cool old school Nintendo uh, arcade stick that came out. I did have one. I used it all the time. It was really, really, uh, you could play like Street Fighter and stuff with it. Well, 8-bit, is it 8-bit Dio or Do? I'm going to say Dio. 8-bit-o? I don't know. I want to say, I guess, 8-bit do. I don't know. They made a mod-friendly wireless arcade stick for both the Nintendo Switch and PC. And if you look at this thing, it is kind of a nod to the old NES Advantage. It's got the gray, the black, the red. I could definitely see it. It's got way more buttons on it. So I think that's opening it up for more PC-related games. So you can have all kinds of arcade action on this bad boy it does have wireless and bluetooth so it supports both of them it's 2.4 gigahertz wireless and if you use the wireless you have 40 hours per charge and if you do bluetooth it's 30 hours via that uh the wireless range is 30 feet which you can 
I guess, game from the next room if you need to. Uh, and then it has PC software. You can map the buttons so you can create profiles and switch between people. So that is very cool. This thing is going to ship at $90. Little steep, not something I would buy, but uh, it comes out October 20th. And the pre-orders are open now on Amazon. So I thought this was really cool just because I really love the nod to the old NES Advantage. It just, like we were saying before, it's one of those nostalgia things. Hmm. I think this is another great option for, you know, people who need more accessible controllers as well to play games. Um, yeah, that's I know a good point. Xbox Xbox came out with one um last year, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think or Microsoft did, but I think that, you know, it's great to see that there's other areas in the market that are trying to do that. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that. For people who don't need that, accessible but... controllers too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. It definitely probably is more for accessibility as well. So. Mhm. Hmm. I like it. It's a little bit expensive for me because I don't mm-hmm. really play fighters, but I do think it's pretty nifty. But one thing we can all take advantage of and not even spend any money on is the brand new redecorated eShop because mm-hmm. who doesn't want more Mario in their lives? I know I do. Anyways, you can go in there. It's all redecorated. The colors of orange and white are gone, and now it's red and white. Mario games and logos are all over the place, which is super fun. And there's a little animated 64-bit Mario running around. And mm-hmm. also, he thanks you when you uh, buy a game, which is really yeah, it was cute. cute and fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to get a video of it to tw- to post it on Twitter. And nothing in the eShop can be like documented. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. They probably yeah. don't want people's credit card information being recorded. <laughs> I would. I mean, if you're if you're capturing right. it yourself and and posting it, that's on you. I mean, I, I should so. Nintendo shouldn't have to babysit me. <laughs> I don't know. It's there just in case. It's good to know. Yeah. I guess we could have screen capped it. Yeah, but it's pretty pretty cute. Um, I don't know how long it will last for. Um, but uh, maybe for a whole year. Maybe till Zelda. And they'll do Zelda. I mean, they should do this all the time. It's just a web browser, so it's like they yeah. should definitely. Yeah. They should do it all the time. Yeah, maybe they'll do it for the the thirty fifth uh, for Zelda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it'd be it'd be cool. Like like I said, holidays, any any sort of seasonal things, mm-hmm. you could change it up. I mean, that's a big complaint, right? A lot of people are talking about that. Not only does the eShop need other stuff, but there's no customization, there's no personality in, in a lot of what we see yeah. now. And I, I don't need it to go crazy. I don't need anything like nuts. A lot of people want the music and everything. Go. I don't. I don't care about all that stuff. But I do think it'd be nice to see and have the option to 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 change things up a little bit and see it a little bit differently. Well, something that you will have the option to do is cancel Switch eShop pre-orders. Yeah. Uh, so previously, Nintendo would charge you at the time of placing a pre-order, uh, whether the game was launching in a couple of days or a couple of months. But now you won't be charged until seven days before. The game you pre-ordered is released. Up until that point, you'll be able to change your mind and cancel your pre-order if you want. So it's nice to see that I, I know that there was some legal stuff that went into this in Europe previously that we talked about. Yeah. So it's nice to see that this is just something that they're kind of modernizing. I feel like the way they had it before was so strict and it was a little weird that you couldn't ever cancel. So No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, they are charging a 50% restocking fee. So... <laughs> Just kidding. No, they're not. <laughs> Just kidding. It would be funny, though, if they were like, oh, sorry, but we only give a half because it's a restocking fee. We got to take somebody time. You got to take it off. That'd be funny. <laughs> we have to pair our computers to put it back up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it takes a little while. Sorry. Yeah. 
<laughs> now, we apparently we got a tons of eShop news because I also have something. I think this is actually kind of a cool, simple little adjustment that adds a lot of value. And that's when those sales come up, which we all love. And I know I'm probably not the only one that's looking at the deals in the eShop almost on a daily basis. But it now tells me how long those date those deals are going to last for. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. I think that's really, you know, there's a lot of times you're looking at something or juggling a couple of different games that you're like, oh, I really want this and I want that too. But, you know, maybe you're just tight on money or something. And now, you know, this deal is going to be good for seven more days. So you, you kind of mm-hmm. have a time and an idea on how much longer you will need until you need to buy that bad boy. So I thought this was cool. It's a simple little change, but it makes a big difference. Even for us, too, because we're always hesitant to say when things are on sale in the podcast, yeah. because by the time the podcast comes out, it might not be on sale anymore. So almost it's every helpful time. for us. Yeah, almost yeah, every exactly. Time. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about the good deals and then it's like, oh, well, it ends by the time our, our show comes for? out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that. It's like they know. It's like, yeah, just tell us. I think that actually helps a lot, too, because if it is the last day, you might be in more uh, open to purchasing it Buying oh yeah it. Mm-hmm. yeah it probably gets people it's like uh all those little like tchotchkes and stuff at the register when you're cashing mm-hmm. out and you're like oh this is my last chance to buy something oh there's something right there and that's uh i bet you they'll get that they'll get those impulse buys oh yeah it's very smart well something that you won't need to buy anymore who transition is <laughs> a nintendo um switch online if you want to play rocket league um rocket league announced that they're going to go free to play this means you won't need um, any of the online services, at least for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Now, there is no date for this to go into effect. Um, I don't know. What does that mean if you already bought the game? I guess, I guess, you yeah, just I don't know. I guess you just bought the game because no. we've had that happen a couple of times, right? Where those, uh, what was it? Paladins came out and then it came out free. Uh, Rogue yeah. Nation, I think you can buy right now, but that's coming out as a free to play game in, in the future. And here we are with Rocket League. I wonder if they'll just give. Like here's a, a few All things. Yeah. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah. In the game. like like you know, here's a yeah, like a founder's pack or whatever, That'd right? Be cool. That's what those mm, are, yeah. Yeah. That would be very cool. Like here's just something special because you did buy it from us. That would be very cool. And that would, make, that would that would make sense, right? Like that seems like the fair thing to do because what if you buy it? I, I would assume, assume there's going to be like a middle ground where maybe you didn't know and you bought it a week before that they'll say, "Okay, man." That you know, here's here's a, whatever the money back or something. I don't know, but um, because otherwise, it's it's crazy to me. People know it's coming, so why would anybody buy it right now? It's true. It's you think you got to get quick. something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's fascinating though, because it'll put all your inventory into one thing, but there is of course exclusives per council too. Like you're not going to be able to get Mario and Luigi or Samus's gunship on mm. like the PlayStation. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. But, <laughs> how, I don't know how I don't know how any of it's going to work. It's very fascinating. Good luck to to them over there, over there. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because this has been on uh, Rocket League. I had I've been playing it on Xbox. I haven't in a while, but I played it on Xbox. I really, really enjoyed it. And I saw that it was on Switch. and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun. I, th- I think it's got like cross play, cross platform, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It's pretty open. And I was like, that'd be fun to kind of have on the go. But once I heard that about this, I, I'm not, I mean, it's on the wish list, but I'm not going to buy it. I'm just waiting until it comes out free to play. And I am excited to pick it up again, though. I want to play this again. It's been on wish list for quite a while. So I am excited that they're doing this. I, I think it's a, if, if you have not played Rocket League, it is a super fun pick up and play game where you do a round, two rounds, three rounds, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go off and do whatever I need to do. Um, but it is a lot of fun. Good game. Mm-hmm. 
Now, speaking of a lot of fun and good games, we got Pokemon Go news. And unfortunately, next month, when the new update comes out, uh, you have until about mid-October. But when the new update comes out, a bunch of uh, operating systems and devices are no longer going to be supported. So if you're playing on Android 5, iOS 10, iOS 11, or iPhone 5S and iPhone 6, you will no longer have support for Pokemon Go, unfortunately. Nyanic does say it may be possible to continue playing the game on those devices after the date, but you'll be out of luck if anything happens. So if there's any issues or anything like that, it's just, it's not supported. So, won't won't. That's fine. I guess I'll have to get a new phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for all the Pokemon Go I've been playing. Yeah, right. Next up, it looks like politics is kind of being merged into the Animal Crossing New Horizons world. Um, so I don't know. This is all over the Internet for a couple of days. But apparently the Biden-Harris campaign, they've made signs, which are free to download via QR codes. And you can put them on, um, put them on like the little wooden signs you can put in your yard. Um, this set features a Biden-Harris logo, a Team Joe logo, a Joe Pride logo, and the uh aviator sunglasses design in red white and blue which that one's personally my favorite that's Um, funny yeah uh in a statement from the campaign's director of digital partnerships uh i didn't put down their name but they said (laughs) um this is just the start of how we plan to engage players ahead of november as we're already looking forward to rolling out more digital swag voter education tools and organizing efforts on animal crossing and other platforms cool so I guess there's more to come. So for those of you who are excited about, you know, Biden Harris and and decorating your Animal Crossing Island and their campaign, I guess, you know, it sounds like you're going to be able to. Yeah. I'm not, I don't I don't put signs, yeah. <clears throat> any signs in my yard, but I am going to yeah. put one in my Animal Crossing yard. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, we keep politics for the most part out of the show, but I think it, it makes sense for any campaign to be targeting something like an Animal Crossing, which has such a far reach. Right. There's no yeah. surprise here. And I did see some pushback. People are saying, oh, I don't want politics in my games. But in, in this case, in this, it's not like you're playing a game and it's forced upon you. This is something where you this actively go, you seek yeah. it out, you download it and you put it in the game yourself. So if you do visit somebody's island and that's there, that was their choice. Just like putting that chair or that flamingo or anything else they put in their yard. So I have no problem with this. I think it's smart maybe for their campaign to to do this. I, I can't tell if this is cheesy or smart, to be honest with you. I, it's beyond me whether or not it's one or the other, but it makes total sense. It's a huge audience and uh, hopefully it works out for them. Yeah, I think it, it's it's smart for them to do because, I mean, look at all the other brands that have hopped on the, the Animal Crossing bandwagon. They get publicity from it, right? So it makes sense that they would do this. I personally, even though it is optional, I don't, love that politics is coming into animal crossing because i think at least for me animal crossing is a form of escapism and i don't Mm -hmm. want to think about this stuff um but i'm also not visiting a bunch of people's islands so i would never come across a sign or anything like that necessarily so it 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 doesn't bother me but at the same time it kind of does a little bit but not too much (laughs) yeah i mean for me it's the same thing as any the the thing is anybody could put a sign that says anything Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, this yeah. is the fact that it's Unless politics. It's flagged. <laughs> yeah. The fact that it's yeah. politics, I, I don't really care. I mean, that's just a creative decision that somebody's using. I think if mm-hmm. they wanted to really 
make a, a change. They'd put active voting booths in the game where you could actually cast your vote in yeah. Animal Crossing as opposed to have to go to a physical location or do an Very absentee cool. ballot. Now that's the way that's the wave <laughs> of the future. <laughs> I bet you they will do because they mentioned more stuff coming out. I could just see them mocking up or like decorating a place on an island that looks like a voting area and then doing like a walkthrough of how to vote with an Animal Crossing character. <laughs> well, that does it for our news this week. And it brings us to our top 10 bestsellers. Uh, first place is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, the remastered edition. Second place is NBA 2K20. Third, Luigi's Mansion 3 fourth animal crossing new horizons that's going to be second fourth for a while now i feel like um fifth is just dance 2020 sixth minecraft seventh cuphead eighth mario kart 8 deluxe ninth unravel 2 and 10th donut county now there were a couple sales so that just basically ended so some of these are um up there because of that so it'll be interesting to see if they change it all next week and then for other new games that were in the top 30, we have Nexamon Extinction in 19th and then Windbound in 20th. Nice. Good spread there. I know Mods contributed to Donut County being in the top 10 this week. That's right. He's the one who got it yeah. in 10th place. Yeah, maybe. Well. maybe. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited to see how this all mixes up around like the holidays because, mm. you know, a lot of these yeah. have been here forever. And I'm just so interested in like, Animal Crossing in the top 10 since it came out, I I just I'm blown away at the you would think a lot of the times people buy these games. I mean, how many do I don't even know what the number is at at this point, but millions and millions and millions of copies of this. And it's still in the top 10. Like, I just I'm so blown away by how much who's it's what are you buying? Seven versions, seven copies of this game. How (laughs) is it still there? I just, it, it's amazing to me. It's got to be almost at full saturation. So it's a one for one, <laughs> one switch, one Animal Crossing copy. Well, last time we checked, it was at least half of the people who owned a switch. That's amazing. Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, right? 8 Deluxe, yeah. same thing. Minecraft. Yeah. Like, how many versions do you own? <laughs> it's amazing. I think it's them. it's awesome, but I just I'm really excited to see what the, the how it changes or shifts or doesn't shift yeah. when the holiday season because you, now you know there's going to be an influx. If well, maybe if they can get them, an influx of new switches as well as people just going crazy buying up stuff at the eShop and everywhere else. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. be interested to see. Now that gets us to new releases we're into this week, and I've got the first check on the list, September eighth, and this is something I'm surprised Mods did not check. I thought he would for sure, but I believe it's Avicii Invector. So this is a rhythm-based game which looked really, really good. I love the trailer, love the music. I like everything I'm seeing from it. Where you join space pilot Stella on her journey from one stunning world to the next. So this is built basically to be a, a you know, if the if the ship is moving it's to the beat of the music where it's exact where some of those other rhythm based games that we've played in the past are kind of just like music's playing and you're controlling a ship that was sort of the last one i was playing whereas this seems like it's definitely built around the music you can fly solo or with a group of friends in split screen and then like i said each hit song you play offers a note for note level design with three difficulties to master this was built in exclusive collaboration between Invictor and Avicii uh, who is a basically a world famous EDM artist that died April 20th due to suicide so I know that I was seeing on Steam uh, that it's got very positive to overwhelming positive reviews but somebody had been mentioning stuff was going to charity so I don't know if any like anything from 
the purchase of this. I tried to find it before we recorded, but I couldn't. But I don't know if the developer Hello There Games is contributing to uh, like suicide prevention or anything like that with a charity through the purchase of this game. But somebody did mention that, you know, it's a fantastic game, but they said if you also like contributed to charity, then obviously buy this. So I would, um, I'm trying to look into it a little bit deeper, but all in all, I thought the game looked good. The music sounds great. And hopefully it's going to a good cause as well. Yeah, correct. Uh, It says... Portions of the game's royalties will go to the Tim Bergling Foundation, which advocates for um, um, recognition of suicide as a global health emergency and promotes removing the stigma attached to discussing mental health issues. I downloaded a demo for this. It's available. So oh, you, can nice. go, you can go get it and give it a try. Um, yeah, I'm super hyped for it because I've heard super good things. Um, I, I just figured I would try the I guess I demo should have marks. Try the demo first. I wanted to try to wake up earlier this morning and then I didn't. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to download that demo. I thought it looked really good. I like the music a lot. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer is really well done and it's it's kind of emotional, especially after you realize, you know, that uh, Tim or Avicii, depending on how you know him, uh, passed away. So because it's kind of you know, is sort of built around him and it's showing a lot of shots of him. So pretty interesting, well done. And if it is contributing to a good cause, all the better. The next one I have checked, I'm not going to be picking it up, but I wanted to mention it. Um, Minecraft Dungeons Hero Edition is coming out on September 8th as well. Uh, And this includes both DLC packs, two skins, a hero cape and a pet chicken. Cool. Uh, so <laughs> the original Minecraft dungeon is $20. So this is $29.99. Um, so for $10 more you get both, both DLC packs. So it seems should... like a pretty good deal. And I wanted to mention it. You should pick it up so we can, so we can play this bad boy. I have it, yeah. but I, I don't play it that often just because it's, <laughs> it's not great by yourself. It's, it's okay, but it doesn't, yeah. um, I think it would be a game that's way more fun and enjoyable playing with friends. I, I just have so many other games to play. So, Oh yeah. Well, did you buy the DLC? No, I didn't buy the DLC. Yeah. If you if you want the DLC, then obviously that's the way to go because I do think yeah. those are like five or ten dollars each anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the skins and the hero kit, I don't think any of that's necessary. But no. uh, if you Pet are chicken, looking to not expand, I, I don't even know what that how that even <laughs> relates to the game. But to be honest with you, I guess it would just fly out and attack people. It follows really you around. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it does. But um, if you are looking to expand for the DLC, then yes, obviously that's the this way to the go. Deal. But if you're just yeah. looking to try to get in there and just play then and try it out first then i would just go with the standard well the next game i'll introduce all three of us have it checked um but party hard 2 is coming out also on the 8th um party hard we did talk about when it was first introduced Mm -hmm. um a while ago i remember it was checked it was on my i thought i put it on my wish list maybe i didn't but um it's by pinocle games and basically, this game is your neighbors are having this crazy party and you are doing anything in your power to crash it, whether it's going into the building with a motorcycle and running people over or just like setting up traps, like you're doing everything you possibly can to end the party because you want to go to bed. Um, so basically, it sounds like me or what I wish I could do sometimes. Um, <laughs> now, the Party Hard 2 game is it has dozens of new traps, a lot more characters that you can play with, a brand new crafting system, and local co-op. Not online, uh, unfortunately. Mm. But um, even still, that that seemed like a pretty cool idea. So for $20, seems like a good game to play with friends. Yeah, this one I checked as well. But I also have the original one checked, and I I think I just constantly wait for it to to go on sale and and grab it Mm -hmm. up, and I haven't seen it yet at a price that I... I 
want to pay, I guess. But I want to grab Party Hard. I've really, really liked what I saw the first time. Oh, I just checked now. It's 40% off for Party Hard. So you can get Party Hard right okay. now for $9. How long so is the sale lasting for? 15 days remaining. Okay, perfect. Um, so Party Hard, 40% off, $9. And then you can go into Party Hard 2 for $20. They're probably doing it because obviously this is releasing. So mm-hmm. they probably figure get everybody on board with the first one. So I will probably yeah. buy the first one for sure. But I think both of these late games look really, really good. The first they time when like we talked about Yeah, the first time we talked about Party Hard, yeah. I was like, that's a game built for me. I, I, I love this. <laughs> I love the idea of going in and just being a jerk and breaking up everybody's fun. <laughs> Pretty much Michael. That's it's pretty close much to Michael. home. Yeah, it's close to home. So exactly. I love this. Yeah. 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 So uh, I will mention too, it has very and mostly positive reviews on Steam, and it's the same price as it as it is on Steam. Nice. So yeah. No switch tax. No switch tax. I like it. Now the next one I selected because I said, "Why not?" is a game called Adventures of Pip. I thought that this was really cute. I, I spent some mm-hmm. time watching the trailer, looking through the the game, and. And, and at first, when you see it, it looks like, oh, here's just kind of another, you know, 16-bit ass kind of side scroller, you know, you know, action game or whatever. It kind of looks the real way because if you're just looking at it. But once you watch the video, you realize this is actually really neato because what it does is you play this character, Pip, who, you know, is going through a classic side scrolling adventure. However, you slowly evolve from a single pixel in a 32-bit world and eventually upgrade yourself to a 32-bit character. So you transform from a single pixel that you play to an 8-bit character to a 16-bit character trying to get through a 32-bit character at the end of the day. And the world sort of evolves around you too hmm. at the same time. So I thought it was like really That's cool. neat. I've never seen a game do this. And obviously each mechanic is a little bit different based on where you're at and your progression. So I thought it was really, really neat. It's, t- it's 10 bucks, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a good deal. And it is available on, ev- on, on everything, right? Um, so mm-hmm. it's available everywhere. It's been out on, on other systems for a while. It came out in 2015. So it's not new, right? It's it's the same price on Steam. So it's $10 on Steam. Um, and it has very positive ratings uh, overall. So I just thought it was really, really cute. And I'm glad they brought this over to the switch because I don't think I would have noticed it, you know, yeah. But yeah. without that. I think that's that a sounds really, like a really uh, cool idea. Yeah. I like that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think that's a really cool idea. Really cool concept for it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, now next also coming out on September 10th is a game called Minoria $20. It's by bomb service. This is an action adventure, arcade fantasy story inspired by the history of medieval Europe about witches versus the church. So it sounds, sounds dark, but the actual, like when you watch the trailer for it, it looks just kind of like just well done and kind of cute. Um, and it's a spiritual sequel to the Momodoro series. I wasn't familiar with that, but if anybody is, you may be interested in this. It has very mostly positive reviews on steam. It's also the same price. Um, so Again, no switch tax, but I just thought it looked like a really just cute, interesting game that I would um, be interested in playing. So I wanted to mention it. Nice. Yeah, I also checked uh, the next one here. Hot Shot Racing. Um, this is by Lucky Mountain Games um, being released by uh, who is the company that's releasing it? 
um, curve digital. This game looks pretty, pretty fun. Uh, overall, it's a high speed, crazy sort of pixelated kind of reminds me of, um, need for speed in the arcade or like cruising America or whatever you used to play. But the whole concept of it is that it's an arcade style razor, uh, racer infused with like drifting and like has these cool razor sharp retro visuals. It has eight player online support, um, which is cool Four player local. And it's all about being like high speed, 60 frames per second. Um, you know, there's like chase modes. There's all sorts of different stuff. It's 20 bucks. So I thought it was like really neat. looks really cool. I'm, I'm really into the visual style of it overall. Um, yeah, if you're just looking for a racer, it's on sale for 16 bucks. So I really wish that there was a code available for this one for me to play, mm. but I'll put it on my list. And if it went down to like 10 bucks, maybe, but there's different modes. Like there's cops and robbers mode. There's drive and explore mode. There's like, you know, catch the drift mode. There's like, you know, a bunch of other stuff that you can kind of get into it. I just thought it looked neat. Yeah, that'd be a cool. Like you said, if we got a code for that, especially it'd be a good one. Yeah. Mm. The next one I checked is Wintermore Tactics, another tactics based RPG game. I like those. So this one I'm a little on the fence for $20 seems a little high, but apparently you are uh, like trying to survive high school in this game. So it's all built around that. It's kind of reminded me of a Harry Potter slash uh, tactics RPG. You can play as seven playable characters and you have dozens of unlockable upgrades across 40 different battles. And then while you're there, you're just kind of exploring around and checking out the school and I don't know, going up against clicks and stuff. It seems like the publisher versus evil and developer EVC. I don't, I'm not familiar with any of either of their games. So mm-hmm. I gave it a check. I want to keep an eye on it and maybe I get, we'll get a code or it'll go on a, a sale and I'll, grab this one but i'm always open for a new tactic game so i wanted to uh check it out very nice mm-hmm. okay, cool. the last one i did here is bounty battle coming out on the 10th as well this one's uh, for 20 bucks this is actually super neat uh this game basically blends together it's a 2d fighter but it, it blends together a bunch of different indie uh characters into a single game that you play through their worlds inspired you know worlds inspired by their universes um there's 25 fighters with over 20 different indie games from different 20 different indie games like games like guacamelee dead cells darkest dungeon a bunch more that are in there um yeah and you're like trying to like solve things and like each as you're progressing through the uh, game you are sort of in the world of thirds of each one so i think it's kind of neat actually that you can like you know play levels inspired by their their characters and stuff like that so anyway it's thought it looked pretty neat overall um is that not one for me because i'm not really like into any of these individual games but i just thought Mm. it was pretty cool overall worth the check hmm worth a check we've got a bunch of great games but we're also playing a bunch of great games so that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show what you playing and i'm gonna have mott start us off all right yeah so i have been playing i was gonna play avici but then i didn't obviously but i have been playing not fortnite because i went to go play fortnite because i saw michael came on at like one in the morning uh, his mm-hmm. time not mm-hmm. my time and I was really excited. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to jump on. And like, I'll like, get, grab my, you know, my, my, my headset. And then I went and I, I clicked 
you know, Fortnite, it's like downloading update. Oh. And it was like two hours. And I was like, okay, <laughs> guess not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so not joining. He's downloaded now. So now I have it. So if I see you on again, so which will be like the next update, which will be like the same thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've already yeah. I played my 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 time for this season. No, I've actually exactly. jumped in a couple of times and I'll I'll talk about a new a new uh mission that's in there. I don't know if oh, it's cool. a limited time mission, but I think it's something you will love. So I'll I will talk about it. Okay, cool. Uh, I like that. I like that. I definitely need to, to boot it up and play it. So the other, the, the game I, I, I promised I was going to start, and I did start, and I played a few hours of, which is um, Bioshock Remastered. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, 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 uh, yeah, Bi- so Bioshock Remastered. It's been a long time since I've played Bioshock. I'm playing the first one, uh, and I'm just trying to play through it and, and see how I like it. The game is exceptional. Uh, overall, they did a fantastic job uh, with this yeah, remaster. It looks stunning. Uh, the only thing I'm a little bit disappointed is is that they really compressed. Um, th- th- it doesn't even impact the gameplay at all, but they really compressed videos in the game, and the videos aren't part of the gameplay. Like the opening, uh, like logo of like 2K or whatever coming is like super pixelated, and then also mm. um, like the interviews with the team, which again are not part of the gameplay, are also pretty pixelated. Um, but beyond that. I do like the the overall the game. It feels really natural on my switch with my pro controller. Um, I think I'm doing much better this time because I'm, you know, just, I don't know, playing through it correctly and I'm using all my all my powers correctly. If you've never played uh, Bioshock, it's it's fantastical. It's pretty it's pretty dark and, and, and a little gory in, in some ways, especially the first one. Uh, but, you know, it's this sort of underwater utopia. I think it's in like the 40s or whatever, technically. And you, there's this plane crash and, and you get in there and 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 they've sort of discovered a way of upgrading humans powers in a way. So you have like the ability to like do shock and fire and grab things. And uh, but something has gone awry naturally in a, in a utopia. It's not going to last forever. Um, so you're, you're you're making your way through. I love the, the best part of bioshock at least is that there's like these recordings all over the place that you can grab and listen to characters from Mm. the game and this is like the bonus aspect of i I sort of like sometimes these games where you can just follow the arrow or you can just kind of go off in different areas and do whatever you want and that's what i like about it um so Mm -hmm. that's been super fun really taking my time i haven't i don't think i've progressed very far but i'm taking my time because i'm enjoying every little aspect of it i did play at night with the lights off and it is quite uh scary still <laughs> so it's you know whenever there's a big daddy that's like dum, 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 dum. You're like, where is it like i don't want you know it's yeah. uh, pretty creepy <laughs> but it's very it's 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 really fantastic it's 20 percent off right now in the e-shop so um if you were looking for that it's it's that's how it's available i don't know for how much longer because I, I, I was on there but um yeah super duper good Anyways, so yeah. that, that's I think they did a really great job with the with the remaster mm-hmm. just because it didn't feel dated at all when I played it. No, it looks really. great. Yeah, it looks, it, looked, it looked really good. And I don't know, maybe just because it's a darker game, but like, you know, I played Crisis Remastered and I mean, Crisis looked great. I don't want to throw any shade on the Crisis, but I so far, I mean, I mean, I think I'm enjoying Bioshock more than I did Crisis. So nice. That's good to hear. It's pretty <laughs> exciting. Yeah, I, I still haven't gotten into that one yet, but I am looking forward to reliving some of the mm-hmm. Bioshock days. And um, so that's awesome. Yeah, it's good. That's How about it. you, that's Christina? 
I've been doing, you know, dabbling in a few games. Um, like I mentioned last week, I also was watching High Score. I've watched a little more of it. Such a good series. I think you've been watching it too, Michael, right? Yeah, I think I'm on episode yeah. five or six now. Oh, you're ahead of me now. Yeah, I re- I'm really enjoying it. They did it. They're doing Blast a fan. Well, I've I've been doing um some some redecorating, so it's been on while I'm working on mm. stuff around the house. So, uh, but I've been really really enjoying it, and I just let them play right through. And each episode is so well crafted and and just yeah. fun and interesting to watch, and um really really well done. If anybody has not watched High Score, they definitely should be checking. Definitely, it out. I'm if you learning have any interest so much. In games, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then besides that, we I, I know last week there was a game that came out called Niche and I put a check mark on it. We didn't get a code for the Switch version, but we did get a code for Steam. So I did check it out. Um, there's like an intro sequence, which is a video, and it's just like the sound is really choppy. I don't know if that's just on the computer or what, but it, it makes that intro sequence very difficult to get through. <laughs> um uh, but other than that, the game seems fine. It's very difficult. I don't last more than 20 days. My whole species dies. <laughs> but I feel like there's like tricks you have to figure out in the game. And I I mean, I only played for like two hours. So um, but I, I mean, I killed about three or four different species of creatures in that time. So um, my God complex is not there at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you're interested in like v- strategy games or um, I would say this, they built the game out and explained it as kind of being an explorative game a little bit. But this game, you don't want to explore too much because you need to focus on building up your species and, you know, looking for the perfect genes and making sure you use those genes and breed those creatures, not the ones with the bad genes. So um the exploration isn't as much as I was hoping it would be. It's more strategy than anything. And that's probably why I find it so extremely difficult because that's not my forte. Um, but it, it's interesting. If you're into that, then definitely check it out. Um, I also, I finished a short hike. And let me tell you, that is just such an adorable nugget of a game. I enjoyed every minute of it. And I say minute because it was short. Um, I think I only play, I think it only lasts like two and a half hours maybe. And I'm sure there's like little tiny things I missed here and there, but, um, yeah, I definitely recommend it to every, everybody just pick it up. (laughs) Yeah. And other than that, I did play the Unreal demo that you mentioned, Michael, and I do want to get this game after playing it. Yeah, I think it's a well done demo. Do do you get to an end of the demo? Because I played the main mission once or twice. Voice, but I don't remember see you know how a lot, of, a lot of times you'll see like that's the end of the demo if you want more pre-order here blah 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 and I didn't oh, see that that was definitely there oh I didn't see it then yeah. so maybe I just yeah. I don't know what I did but they I do did. like the tutorial and then they have you play like the main game solo and there's like this little robot that helps you yeah yeah um, and you do two levels of that and oh, then it's see, like, I only did one level end. of that and that's why oh, okay. so I did one yeah, level do of the that, second level and then mm-hmm. okay so there is a, a cap on how much because I was thinking maybe it was yeah. just a time thing like you can get as far as you can and then they'll say well mm. you're out of time but um so it's only two levels i just didn't play the yeah. rest and the reason cool. they do that i think is because after you play the first level they have to show how you can buy things and customize yeah, your train and upgrade sense. things yeah, and then you sense. can tr- 
test him out in the second one. But but I thought I thought yeah. there's like a nice. Lo- I mean, after one level, I'm sold on it. So I think there's a nice yeah. level of complexity and and depth to it. You know, I really think that the idea of buying and expanding on your train is interesting. I think that could mm-hmm. really add for a lot of fun. And then if you add in the added challenge of working with somebody else, you can see what I mean. Yeah. That it's kind of like a. Um, overcooked where somebody's supposed to be doing something, but they're not. And now you don't have enough wood to do your train tracks and mm-hmm. the train's getting to the end of the tracks. And I think <laughs> it would be a lot of fun. Um, I or like the added- you build your track so you can't get to the other side when the train goes through. So you can't continue the rail. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. That's a bummer <laughs> too. So the train itself becomes the obstacle you can't get around to actually harvest more trees or water moving. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So then you're kind of, you kind of, painted yourself into a corner basically but Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's fun and and i could see that being a lot of fun if you are playing with two or a couple people and somebody's got they painted themselves in a corner you're like i i need the the wood and you're like i can't get back over so it would be cool the train's on fire i can't get to it yeah i can't get to the water (laughs) but yeah i I think it'd be a a fun one yeah and that's it for me nice so I've been playing a, a handful of stuff. Obviously, the the Witcher Three is still in there. I've been playing that like crazy. It's funny. Uh, CD Projekt Red announced that they're coming out with a uh, um, another version of Witcher Three, like an updated version for the next gen systems. So I think Ooh. that's pretty awesome. I I would I would say I'm not even done with this one. I would say I would probably play a um, refresh of the game on a next gen system because I'm enjoying it so much. So I may go right from 400 hours of this one into 400 more hours of the next one. Who knows what will happen there? But uh, yeah, Witcher 3, loving it every second of it. Uh, I did download. It's free to play Spellbreak. If you like Fortnite, you might like Spellbreak. It's another Battle Royale type game, except in this one, you are essentially a a wizard, I guess. I don't know. You're using spells instead of guns and stuff like that. So you drop in, you're like a mage. You have a um, an element that you choose as your primary. So I'm, I'm leveling up ice right now. Um, so my one gauntlet on my right hand, that's what it does. It shoots ice. And the reason I went with ice is because it's more for long distance attacks. So it's like a sniper weapon almost. And then you run around because it's a battle royale and you can pick up other gauntlets for your left arm um and your left arm can be any combination you could do two ice if you wanted you could do fire and ice you could do poison rock wind lightning there's a whole bunch of different things you can do and they work together so say you have fire in your right hand and poison in your left you can do a poison cloud around somebody and then hit it with fire and it explodes so it's a really Mm. cool combination of things i'm really really enjoying it it doesn't seem to be too challenging i would assume i'm playing actual people but i could be just playing ai right now but i have won a couple of times so it may be like um where initially they have you just playing ai until you get the general gist of it and then you start playing real people and to get destroyed but it seemed like i was playing real people um but i like it everything you level up your 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 elements so the more you play as your primary one like i think it's level three on me right now you can go up to level 25 on each element so there's like 10 of those so there's a lot of time that you can work and if, if you want to put that time in you could essentially level up all of the elements there's levitation that you can have so it is fun. I'm really, really liking it so far. It feels very different. The gameplay feels very different than Fortnite. It's not as a uh, a lush 
world that you're in. It's more of like a countryside with abandoned castles and stuff. It seems much more open than a Fortnite type battle royale, but it's cool. And for free to play, it's absolutely worth downloading and checking out. I think it's a, it's, it's a good one. I also started a short hike. I just started it. I'm on a very short hike because I have not put much time into it yet, but it's very cute. I like what I've seen so far, but I wanted to kind of knock off some of these other ones before I'd really finish that one out. And knowing that it's, you know, two or three hours, I, I, I think I will probably be done with it and wish it was just a touch longer because it does seem yeah. everything that I've seen so far seems really well done, but it's in the name. So I guess I can't knock them for that. <laughs> they, they literally tell you it's short. Uh, I've also started Animal Crossing back up. I picked it up. I did not do much of anything, but the new season started September 1st. So I wanted to see what changes have happened. And aside from, you know, some more bugs and fish and I guess pine cones now, everything looks basically the same. I think the weeds mm-hmm. are looking a little different now and stuff, but I'm, I'm, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, we're going to get fall. And it seems like it's a gradual change. It hasn't happened yet, but unfortunately yeah. that's where we're at in Animal Crossing. Have to wait until October. Yeah, yeah. I think that's when we'll really start to see some stuff happen in October Mm -hmm. or November. And then the last thing I've been playing is Under the Jolly Roger. We talked about this, I think, last week or the week before, and we did get a code. So I have been playing that. Um, I'm going to do a more thorough review because I do think I need to put a little bit more time into it. This one's a tough one for me because it is such a mixed bag of things. I've always said that I really, really, really enjoyed Sid Meier's Pirates. That is a game that I played... um, I mean, I would say I played it when I was younger, but I've I I played it as recently as like last year on Xbox. I downloaded it. I think I've played it on almost every single system that I can download it on because I've always loved it. And ever since playing that, I've always wanted this game that does that, you know, Sea of Thieves kind of, but not really has it. it it's there and it's wonderful and it's charming and everything. And it's it's gotten much better since it launched. So it needs more time for that. But um Sid Meier's Pirates was always something that was near and dear to me. So when I saw Under the Jolly Roger, I was like, wow, that looks a very like that looks like an updated version of what I want it to be. It has sort of the different components and the complexity that I want. Um, this this did come out as a different name. It's on Steam and other systems as Tempest, which is strange to me that they changed the name for Switch. I don't know oh. if that's because there's a bad like if they wanted to get away from if people play Tempest or like this game is terrible and then they want to get away That's from that. Interesting. I remember seeing Tempest. Yeah. I mean, this is that That's game. That's so it, weird. They just changed yeah. the name. Um, so I'm, I'm trying hmm. to figure out how I feel about it. I, I'm not ready yet to do a full review and we've already put a lot of time into the podcast with the direct. Yeah. So I'll, I will save that for next week and I'll have a review for it. I will say that uh, it does some things well and it does some things not so well. And I think the name could have been under the janky Roger, and that would have been more accurate to what this game is. I, I, there's some, there's so much stuff in it that's good. like, wow, you did it. That's so cool. And then there's so much other stuff that's like, oh, that's really junk. And uh, I want to love this. I just want to give it a little bit more time so I can really feel it out. But I'm, I'm sort of middle of the road on it right now. Yeah, I, I have the game too. So I plan on putting in some hours this next week as well. So then we can kind of compare notes next week. Yeah, I would say if yeah. you are somebody that has to have, you cannot wait. There, there. You know, you cannot wait for the final review. I would say if you have a Sid Meier's Pirates um, obsession like I had growing up, and you absolutely loved that game, this will do it for you. But there's a lot of stuff you need to be forgiving of. You know, there's. Mm-hmm. Um, 
graphics to me are never like an end all be all. And I will say that the graphics of this are sort of muddy. Uh, the game is like perpetually at night or in rain. And I'm assuming that's because of limitations in just their development. I don't know why they did that. I've not seen a blue sky yet. It does not take place in the day. And I think Pirate that's work a, is dark stuff. I just think it's an odd choice. It's a really, really <laughs> yeah. weird choice. Like Sea of Thieves is an absolutely gorgeous game. Some of the best well, water I've yeah. ever seen. Well, but, that takes place in the Caribbean as well, where well, it's probably I mean, not clear where under the Jolly Roger take, takes place. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. but I'm sure it takes place on Earth. We have day like you got to at least. I, it just it's a weird choice to me that all of it is, takes place at night and it feels more that it was a decision based on limitations as opposed to like atmosphere and creating story because there's not really a lot of that in this it's there but it, it's it's sort of weird um so there's things like that so if you have to get it this week and you just don't care and you're throwing caution to the wind just know that there's there's stuff that's uh that's strange all right. Interesting. I've, I'm excited for the full review. Leave me in anticipation. I'm not, I'm not, it's like a mixed bag of goodies. Sometimes that yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. well. oh, my goodness. Mario everywhere. I cannot wait to spend all of my money. I hope that everyone also is excited as me, obviously, not Christina <laughs> or Michael. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. You can find us everywhere on the Internet. Just go to NintendoDispatch.com. You can leave a review for the podcast. It helps others find the pod. Or just tell your friends about the pod and go from there. Of course, we have a Discord, all the goodies. Like I said, just go to NintendoDispatch.com. And so until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.